Hey, buddy. It's a slow build. You're a slow build. I'm a big build. Yes, sir. I'm a big... Hey, the, the quote I was trying to pull was when, when Mickey says, Hey, kids, how big is he? And the kids go, He's a big man, that's for sure. <laughs> what is that from? Snatch. Mm. 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 Ryan, do you know what percentile of a height you are for American males? Big. He's a big fucker, ain't you? <laughs> um... I don't actually. Mm. It's got to be up there though. Ninety nine point five. Am I really? Yeah, you're a big fucker. Wow. Uh huh. That's NBA caliber. No, it's not. Put me in, coach. <laughs> I mean, I guess it is if you play like two guard or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Can That's you shoot? Be... Can you dribble? Mm. Can you run? Mm. <laughs> you're set. You know what percentile I am? Wait, let me guess. Um. You are, what are you, 5'11"? 10. Five, I'm going to say, man, I feel like 5'10 is like 50th percentile. Very close. Okay. 59. Okay. I'm above average, So you're still above average. Okay. 5'9.3 is average, apparently. 5'9.3. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. That, that sounds, I, I, I agree. Oh, not that. Gotta turn the sound back on. Uh-oh. Technical difficulties. Oh, there's still music playing. <laughs> oh, fuck. Is this your engineer impersonation voice? This is yeah, like... It's always old men. The, the it's just always old white men with, like, too much mouth. See, that's the only people who ever engineer anymore. Is that what you're going to become one day? Uh, you just get in your well, I mean, two-thirds of that are, like, for sure, unless I... I guess I could die before I get old. <laughs> I've got one third down. Until then, you got to work your impression out to make sure. So far, so good on the getting old part. That you know how to speak with too much mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, come on. I'm sure that's, that's probably really unpleasant to listen to. I was going to gonna say, I'm, I'm sure that as soon as you EQ that sound, it's going to sound mm-hmm. like death slugs mm-hmm. dying in our death listeners' slugs. ears. Death slugs yes. dying. In our listeners' ears. You want to talk about some big fuckers? Some big, he's a big fucker, ain't you? <laughs> I'd love to. Mm, um, okay. But before we get into uh, big, big, big fuckers, uh, <laughs> we, uh, well, we have a couple announcements. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the if, fir- that, if that was my cue, I don't know what they are. And no, I, okay, I, great. I was just waiting for affirmation <laughs> that we had them, and you looked at me like you had shut off for a second. I can't affirm it, but I can say yes. Okay. Because I don't really know what you're about to say. Got it. Um, so the first announcement that we have is, uh, on the Patreon this past week, we were talking about the concept of, uh, shout outs on the show. Yeah. And, uh, we were like, Hey, what if, you know, if, if we made a form for y'all to do it, would y'all buy shout outs for your friends or your small business or whatever. And exactly one of you said yes, so fuck it, we're doing it. Uh, wait, no, way more people <laughs> way more people than one said it. Um, so we're going to do it. Uh, if you go to whatifpodcast.com slash shout out, all, Ooh, all one word, clever. Uh, whatifpodcast.com slash shout out, uh, you can toss us 50 bucks and we'll say, I don't think anything is the right word. We'll say close, we'll close, say to, close anything. to anything on the show. Um, Nothing like hateful or... Uh, yeah, if you try to get us to say I fucked get, up stuff, we'll just send you your money back and be like... Nah, I'll d- keep your money. <laughs> just not, and not edit, read it. edit your content. Um, yeah, there we go. We'll just do it. We'll do a hard edit on it. Mm-hmm. But no, we'll... we'll uh, yeah, if you want to shout out a friend or write a buddy a letter and say congratulations on graduating or you want to say hey i make t-shirts and they're dope check out my etsy check out my etsy shop mm-hmm. uh yeah we've we've come figured, to my concert yeah there you go watch me do stand up there it is i feel buy, like buy a hot dog from me on the corner of third and marquette yeah sick mm-hmm. I, I would eat a hot dog right now see <laughs> it's working already <laughs> um yeah, we've got a cool creative community of people, and there are thousands and thousands and thousands of you who listen to yeah, the show every any week. Any message so. that you want to get to like 10,000 people for 50 bucks, <laughs> it's, that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. <laughs> so um, if that sounds fun to you, just go to whatifpodcast.com slash shout out, and uh, yeah, it'll just take you right to a little shop we've got. Uh, that's also where our robot grandma swag and all that stuff is. 
Um, and yeah, you'll be able to, uh, basically all you got to do is throw it in your cart and write your note in the special instructions and check out and we'll space them out on the show. We'll read a couple few every week and, uh, yeah, hopefully it'll be fun. Is there a limit on those? I mean, I think we'll put a limit on it. If, well, right. But I mean, like, is there actually in the store right now? Uh, no, there's not. Okay. <laughs> we should maybe do that. You're right. Maybe we should have some inventory. Let's say like five. We'll we'll start with ten, and we'll space them out over Jeez, the course. That's of, a lot. Well, over the course of a month. Side. Yeah. Okay. It's only you know we'll do a couple every week, and we'll see how it goes. Fair enough. So yeah, hopefully that's fun for you guys. It'll be fun for us, and uh, you know, obviously we love interacting with y'all since we read your emails and play your voicemails. And, but now you got to pay for it. Well, no, this is just more like <laughs> there's a benefit to it instead of us just bullshitting. If you want to like. Over weeks at a time, play a very elaborate prank on someone and have us facilitate that. That's true. And you have a budget. That's true. <laughs> for your prank. That's true. You got a solid prank budget. We're here to help. We just read fake news stories mm-hmm. and then you can play them for your friends and be like, isn't this crazy? This asteroid's coming. <laughs> Let's not do that. That sounds sort of reckless. You're a mean friend for, for even <laughs> considering what I said for a single second. How dare you? How dare All right, you? Do that? Was there a second announcement? Um, just that we're well on our way to 400 reviews and every time we get 100 reviews we do live shows and they're really fun and the last one was like the most fun one we've ever done uh so if you go to itunes and you leave us uh, a review um we would really love it and appreciate it and uh yeah and it and it it helps friends and like-minded community members like y'all find the show and it lets us get to do another live episode and hang out with you guys live on facebook nobody cares so come through uh last thing if you're interested in like a more formal advertising thing than just paying us 50 bucks to read whatever the fuck you write in that little text box you're hi at whatifpodcast.com and we'd be happy to uh to discuss that with you. Yeah, that's another thing that came up on the last show, and people were like, uh, yeah, why didn't you guys say something before? So we're saying it now. Yes. Um, now. Yes. We can talk about big fuckers. Giants. Okay. So, go ahead. I feel like before we get into this, it would help me a lot to define how big qualifies as giant. Well, if I'm 6'5", and I'm in the 99 and a half percentile. Yes. Does that make me a giant because I'm bigger than 995 out of a thousand people? Um, no, <laughs> I would not describe you as a giant. I wouldn't either, but I guess I'm, I'm trying to get to the core of the question, right? right? Like well, at what point is someone gi- giant? What does, what makes someone a giant? So I guess what I'm getting at is like, I I was thinking about this in the mythical sense, right? Of like, maybe Mm. there was a different type of human being or like a different species Mm. entirely Mm. in the past or maybe currently or, you know, all the the myths and and lore around mm, all the giants from mythology. (laughs) There are many, but like the Jack and the Beanstalks and the David and Goliaths and all those things. And the Paul Bunyans. Minnesota what up. How big are we talking? Because, like, normal humans have gotten pretty fucking big at times. You mean normal humans have gotten big in, like, the forms of gigantism? Like, there's a really wide range of height for human beings. Yes. If we go to both extremes. Yes. Like, there was a dude that was 8 foot 11. Yeah, he's the tallest person ever documented, right? Yeah. What was his name again? Uh, Robert Wadlow. That's the one. Um, eight foot eleven. So he was he was uh almost nine feet tall plus wingspan on top of it. He's got to be twelve. He could reach up to like twelve feet high. Damn that boy big. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to absolutely beat that sounder to death because today really, and far well, beyond. Yeah, I guess, I mean, it will most directly apply today, but I'm sure we can find applications for it going forward. Every time Bigfoot comes up in the future, we are definitely (laughs) hollering, damn, that boy big. Damn, that boy big! Yep, 100%. (laughs) That's, I can already tell that that's going to just work its way into my regular vocabulary. Damn, that boy big. Yeah, Mm -hmm. with that inflection. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Especially when you're surprised, too, right? Like, you're going to come around a corner and see somebody tall and just be like, damn! 
yeah, that boy, big. And that guy's going to look at you and be like, fucking wow, dude. Never had that reaction to me Did as a person about, before. About the seven foot three uh, Jesus loving, Trump loving big fucker that plays in our rec basketball league. I, so I, I hate all of it. I, this got so bad so quickly. Um, shit went bad real quick. Shit went bad real quick. Okay, so whatever, that story's not worth talking about. Um, gigantism, I feel like, as from what I could read up, gigantism as a, um, I, don't, I feel like disease is a disrespectful word to use. I don't mean it like that. As a abnormality, um, anomaly, sure, a biological anomaly. Uh, I've seen between like seven to nine feet tall. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, eight eleven is the tallest for sure person that has ever existed. Sure. That, like that we have photographs of and he was measured by doctors and stuff. So so that's that's in the that's in the range. Yeah. And if you're over 7 that's that's some form of gigantism. Is it? That's what they say. I don't think that can be right. Lots of people are well, I mean not lots, but like some people. Like does Tim Duncan have gigantism? I don't think he does. I think he's just a big fucker. I mean, I guess that's I guess that's true. Um but at what point, you know, do you have some version of it, right? Like, because it's just about. I a, guess I'm not even really worried about that. I'm just saying, like, when people talk about, oh, we found a skeleton and they were like eight foot five. Well, it's like okay, people are sometimes that big. We have evidence of that. I think the difference that I've seen in in some of the stories that I brought today and in some of the the fascinations around it is that gigantism is like an extremely rare disease. I mean, it it affects like three in every million people. And it's usually not like your whole family is gigantic. It's like a, a random, again, like genetic abnormality that happens pretty rarely. So I think some of the stories that are interesting are not just finding like one big person, but like potentially many big people and what that okay. potentially points to. Does that make sense? Yes. I'm also going to say that you got to be nine foot or above to be in the big boy club. For that boy to be big, yes. For that boy to truly be big, Ryan, there will be plenty of opportunities. No, I wasn't. I didn't want it. <laughs> if you're fishing for it, already, I wasn't fishing it. We I'm gotta, just saying, we got to be patient. I'm just for saying, the sake of our listeners, we must be patient. <laughs> so you guys don't turn this episode <laughs> off after the 300th. Damn that boy, big. Uh, real quickly about Robert Wadlow, who was the tallest human being to ever be a human being. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was 8'11 and weighed 439 pounds. Damn. And only lived to be 22 years old. Right. Um, I learned today that he was also a Freemason. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was raised to the degree of Master Mason under the jurisdiction of the Grand Lodge of Illinois AF. <laughs> Extremely Illinois <laughs> Freemasons. <laughs> I'm an Illinois Freemason as fuck, bro. I wear two skirts and three sashes. Masons wear skirts? I don't know. Some of them wear like kilts and stuff, I think. Oh, that's cool. I think it's only the Scottish ones, though. That would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> but also, yes. I watched a documentary where there was a bunch of Scottish ones. About they skirts. Kilts. They were in kilts you and wa- sashes and pins. History of Skirts documentary? I would. It'd be, it'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tallest currently alive person? Yes. Do you know? No, I don't. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Sultan Kosin. He's eight foot three. Boom. 36 years old, lives in Turkey. You know the shortest living person? Does he play basketball? No. Do you feel like if you are 36 years old and 8 foot 3, you could just walk onto an NBA team? No, because he can't really walk. Oh, that's kind of sad. Yeah. And that was part of why, that's part of what I was thinking too when you were like, oh, when you find find a big skeleton, isn't that just a thing that potentially happens? It's like, yeah, but also at the same time, I feel like... um, gigantism as an abnormality actually often has like negative health effects, not necessarily positive ones. Whereas most of the mythological stories around giants and sort of kind of like giant worship is around the fact that they are mythologically large in size, but also mythologically like strong and well, sure. That's a better story though. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I think that's but all. But also, <laughs> h- how many of the topics do we talk about are refined to just be better? No, 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 right. I'm just saying. I I don't know if that is really meaningful, or if it's just like, if you see a really big person and then you tell someone else about it, 
you might a you're probably not going to know what how healthy they are yeah <laughs> and b you're probably going to talk about like or assume and then talk about how strong how they strong are. and and yeah. intimidating they are you didn't answer my question though you know who the shortest living person is i don't i don't or how short they are i don't do you want to guess how short they are um uh, guessing his name is going to be tough <laughs> is it is he asian um he lives in nepal okay i think he's like He's like one foot, like 10 inches or something like that. Yeah! Oh, wait. Nope. <laughs> That's a really good guess. He's one foot nine. Sick. I almost fucking or, nailed that. Uh, 21 inches. I almost nailed that. His name is Chandra Badur Dangi. He's 75 years old. Really? And they don't know why he's so short. I, In the same way that I would think that there are health issues posed by gigantism, I would imagine that level of extreme dwarfism would also cause health issues that would prevent you from living to the age of 75. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I did I also assume the it. same thing, but then I started thinking about why, and I couldn't come up with a good reason. Yeah. Not a scientist. Yeah. I mean, I guess one of the reasons I've heard a lot about with like like true gigantism is that there's this scientific principle that someone's probably going to be yelling at their at their uh, car speakers right now that I can't remember the name of, but it essentially has something to do with the fact that when you double something in size, you double its mass, and to double it double its mass, you have to like essentially double the um, or no, you have to quadruple the strength of the system that holds it up. What if you double my height, you double my mass? You're twelve ten. To be able to seven hundred pounds. To be able to support that, you have to quadruple like the holding power of the mass itself. And basically, what they were saying is, in order to do that with like the skeletal and muscular structure of a human being, like the body wouldn't work to to increase in size to that extent. Does mm. that make sense? You'd have to be real fucking strong. Yeah, and, and your and your bones would have to extremely be extremely dense mammoth bones. Yeah, and your bones would have to be so big that you wouldn't even be able to carry your own body well, because it would be it would be you would your mass would be so massive to be able to support that size that you wouldn't even be able to like pick your shit up. Is that why Yao Ming kept breaking his foot? Um, it might be. He was kind of a thick boy for being so big. He was a big man. <laughs> he was a big man. <laughs> <laughs> Calling Yao Ming a thick boy is <laughs> I mean, is a new one for am us I wrong? <laughs> here on the show. Did you see the, just to give our listeners their uh, weekly dose of NBA trivia, because that's now become part of our podcast. Did you see the thing about the million dollar bounty for the 2000 Olympic team for anyone who dunked on Yao Ming? I did. I did. And I find that to be tr truly phenomenal. And then that Kevin Garnett thought that just a tall French dude was Yao Ming. Yes. <laughs> he celebrated a dunk that he thought was Yao Ming. Like you, you were playing France, bro. I like the concept of Yao of, Ming is definitely Chinese. I like the concept of harmless bounties. A million dollars for a dunk. We should be doing more harmless bounties as a society. We don't have money or an ability to do very many things. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure patreon.com slash what if podcast. We're just going to be wagering that on each other. Hey, 500 bucks for the next person who so, insert amazing task here. That is totally harmless to all parties. Oh, I thought you just meant between the two of us. No, like no. every, every month. The money goes into a pot, and then one of us has to do something, and then we get it. No, I meant like a broader bounty to our listener base mm. of like, wouldn't it be cool if someone mm. tried this or did this? Right. The best idea we've still ever had is to do a treasure hunt. I, I know, but we can't keep talking about things that we don't do. Well, we're busy it's doing- disappointing for the listeners and me. We're busy doing cool shit. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't help. You're- uh, <laughs> To to go back to the gi the Giants thing uh, specifically, you know, one of the things that I I found, if you search for Giants, you will find a ton of those photos where you're like, oh, it's not that weird for someone to be like eight feet tall. But a lot of the Giant photos you see online, especially attached to this uh, this topic, are all bullshit. In fact, they can all many of them, if not most of them, can be traced back to like a single Photoshop competition that this website put out in the early two thousands. After I suggested this topic, I had an extremely hard time finding anything even remotely reputable. Yeah. And it, uh, several times while, after 
thinking I had found something somewhat reputable, it turned out to be like a weird, veiled, white supremacist Bible thumping thing. Oh, that's a bummer. Let's that's literally never do any of that on this show. There were a lot of uh, like stories that were clearly fabricated about finding uh, like burial mounds, mm-hmm. but with giants. Yes. I have some of those in here. And them being white and blonde and blue-eyed. And, oh, and pre- I didn't see that part of it. And predating Native Americans and having like superior tools and mm, stuff. Mm-hmm. That shit got bad. Real quick. Real quick. That's that's not the one. Real quick before we leave the, the realm of the of the factual. Yes. For the mythological yes. slash nonsensical. <laughs> yes. Did you know that there was a dude who in his life uh, was both... A little person and a big person. Is that a is that a real thing? You at can... nineteen, so Adam Rainier at nineteen years old was three foot eight. Whoa, four ten and under as a as a grown person usually qualifies you as being a little person. Okay, he died at age fifty one when he was seven foot eight. So in his adult How? life, he was anywhere from three foot eight to seven foot eight. He grew four feet as an adult. How is that possible? I do not know. I don't think science really knows. Oh, man, that must be an absolute... And by that, I mean I just didn't read it. (laughs) Someone has an idea. That information probably is out there. Someone has an idea. It's just not our idea. I I feel like that... That would be super, super bad for your body to grow that much at that point. Yeah, I don't know how quickly it happened. If that was like an inch a year... Yeah, but like most people are done growing by the age of twenty five. This person grew four feet. Well, right. Starting obviously, at the age obviously of it's not normal. That's why we're talking about. But I don't right. know how if it would necessarily be bad for you if it happened slowly enough. It seems like it would be bad. For he you. also died at fifty one, which is probably a point in your column. <laughs> yeah, that things didn't work out. <laughs> point for Team Copperwood. Yeah, <laughs> things didn't Dude work out. Fifty one, super great. All right, you want to talk about weird mythological big fuckers? I do. I I do. I just, one of the things that I wanted to say about this, part of the reason when you suggested this topic, I was like, yeah, Giants to me falls into this really interesting category of there's enough about it that goes back far enough that it fascinates me to be like, where did this come from and Mm -hmm. why did it last for so long? And I think to your point about, you know, gigantism as like a thing that has happened to humans for a really long time is, um, is, is available throughout the ages. So maybe people did just see an eight foot tall person two and five and 10,000 years ago. And that was pretty wild to see. I mean, the first time I saw a seven foot tall person in person, it's fucking crazy. It's yeah. They don't seem real. (sighs) They don't seem like you. Yeah, right? Like, it should, it, it it doesn't quite seem like it should be possible. Right. And then, I mean, I remember when I was a kid, I got to be in the tunnel for a Wolves game once. Yeah. And I was probably in, I was like in middle school or something like that. And Kevin Garnett walked by. And Kevin Garnett is like 7'1", I think. Like they used to list him at six eleven. Six twelve, not six eleven. Yeah. Um, I think I think they they listed him at seven or seven one later, but like, especially as a kid, like oh, he, literally three of me in a trench coat would still not be <laughs> as tall as that dude, and that's <laughs> that's insane. Um, and then if you think about somebody like uh, Wardlow, who is an additional two feet on top of that, I mean, yeah, that another that seems. Fold. Trench coat child height. Right. That seems mythical. And then I right. think one of the things that's... And also, like, if you think back far enough, like, if I just told you that I saw a person that was really tall today, and you were like, yeah, how tall? And I was like, 8'11". I'd be like, fuck you. Right. <laughs> no, you didn't. You were high. Or they were sitting down, <laughs> and there was... No, they were high. There was an illusion. <laughs> you were both high. Like, that word... Traveling hundreds of years ago, yeah, I could totally see that getting misconstrued, especially if like you were in a an area that was foreign to you, right? If right. you went to you know because people are more isolated the farther back you go, right? If you traveled to an area where everyone was significantly taller than you, right, 
And then some of those people were way, way significantly taller than you. For sure. And then you went back and told your short people about it. You could probably start a legend. You could create a story about there being exceptionally tall people. Yeah. I think too, you know, you think about a, you think about a story like, I mean, I think the most, uh, maybe it's just me, but the most culturally renowned giant story is probably David and Goliath. It's just a, it's like a cultural touchstone. I feel like most people have. There's a lot of Bible stories or like about giants. I don't know if there are a lot of them. I haven't read that thing. <laughs> I have. You can ask me. If nah, you... you got it wrong last time. I don't trust you anymore. Mm, I was close, though. Were you? I was. Okay. I don't remember what it was about, but I think you I was close. You said something about Job and a whale. Yeah, and it was Jonah. That's why. Yeah. Job, Job, Job Jonah? I got the name wrong by a, a one syllable. <laughs> by, by, uh, that's uh, a... <laughs> That's our the, criteria now. It's just a syllable. I got well, Joe right. What difference can one syllable really make? I got Joe right. Come on, <laughs> Joe the whale. But Wait, the, no. versus nah. Jo, the whale wasn't Joe, right? Yes, Joe the whale, got eaten by the whale. The whale's name was Joseph, and he ate. Jonah. And he was Jesus's father. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> I. <laughs> Jesus, son of whale. Uh, what the fuck was I talking He's about? He's a big fucker. Oh, like the, that was the other thing I kept finding today was a lot of people making up stories about giants to try and prove that Bible stories happened Mm. and that they had found the Nephilim and whatnot. Yeah. Well, and the, the David and Goliath one is one that's actually super reasonable and believable to me because to your point, say somebody had gigantism as part of this army, they build this dude giant arm, an 811 person. If that dude like worked out and got a bunch of armor and a big ass sword and you're five foot five and you roll into camp, that's fucking terrifying. And that person Mm -hmm. is almost double your height. And that's a true giant. That's terrible math, but I agree. Whatever. (laughs) They are a foot. They are a foot below that, which would be double. Also, just to clarify, you didn't object. Like I thought you would when I said that you weighed 350 pounds earlier (laughs) for the listeners. Ryan does not weigh 350 pounds. What it, oh, you were estimating me doubling? Uh-huh. I said, I said, and you said, tw- I I would said 12, se- 10, 700 pounds. No. You all, y'all have seen my photo. Because, I know because you think I'm Spencer. Yes. <laughs> I am 350 pounds. I, no, you're not. Neither. We're, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Give it time. Not with that attitude. <laughs> Give it time. I'll have too much mouth soon enough. The other thing uh, you said it. The other thing that I wanted <laughs> to say like about this uh, this whole concept specifically that I find very fascinating, and actually I'm going to run through these really quick before we dive into yours, is this whole idea of not only do we have instances of people being giants in story that we think are actually very viably real. Again, like the David and Goliath story. If you had someone with gigantism, that's a that's a real story. It's not just a myth. Um, but we also. I mean, it might be. It's, it, it's plausible. It, it's a very plausible myth. Yeah. Um, but we also have, throughout history, we have all these versions of bigger versions of shit that we have right now, right? Like, huh? like Megalodon. That's a real shark that yeah. used to exist. It is an ancestor to the great white shark. Yeah, but, but how big was it, though? The maximum... Did you know this? I didn't know this. I don't I know did, what you're going to say, so it's hard to answer that. The... Um, the maximum size of megalodons, they could they could get up to sixty feet long and have a max weight of forty eight metric tons. Yeah, that boy big. <laughs> yes, accurate, <laughs> correct. <Yeah! laughs> oh my! Boy. Well, we just used. <laughs> that was like six of them. We just used our entire quotient yeah, quota. in quota in that moment. Um. I feel like I feel like we should literally censor that out, <laughs> so as to not offend. Because I was playing chords with it with it earlier. My apologies. Uh, Titanoboa. Is that a big snake? An extinct snake <sighs> genus. I already hate this guy. Wherein the species could grow up to forty-five feet long and weigh up to twenty-five hundred pounds. Yeah, that boy big. A 2,500-pound snake? Snake, yes. When did this feller exist? Um, the Prehistoric. Millions of years ago. 
I don't but, know exactly. But we found like fossils or something. Mm-hmm. How do we know it wasn't just like a bunch of snakes in a line? <laughs> it's what's that movie? Snakes in a line. <laughs> snakes on a plane. Uh, <laughs> no, the one with the the horror movie with the people. Um, uh, Human the, centipede. Yeah. Snake, snakeapede. The, the snake, snakeapede. Snakeapede <laughs> is what I was going for. Or uh, Carbonemus is the other one, an ancestor to the giant turtle. Uh, Dude, one of no, them was this I can get behind. One of them was found in a Colombian coal mine. Uh, he while, was mining coal. He was found while miners were mining for coal. Mm. Uh, this turtle had a head the size of an NFL football <laughs> and a shell that was. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Yep. Okay. How'd we do? Poorly. That hurt. That might have been. That, that was really close to being our <laughs> very first spit take on the show, and we've had oh, many close encounters. It's such an odd description. The, I mean, it gives you good context, though. Does it? Yeah. Think about it. It's not that. that big. I got a pretty big head. My head's probably about the size of a football. Your head's bigger than a football. Yeah. See, this um, turtle ain't shit. <laughs> the turtle's shell was five foot seven wide. I'm like five foot seven. Yeah, you're not a turtle, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just saying, you're not this, impressive. This is like in the realm of of the the size that animals should be. Uh, the, you went from twenty five hundred pounds and ninety feet long, or whatever turbo boa was, to to a, a man sized turtle. <laughs> turbo boa is a <laughs> sick band name. Put it on, Put the, it on list. the list. Oh, did you? We got a voicemail that just says, "I have the list. Call, <laughs> call me. Call me to get the list." Yeah. Do we know who it was? No. I guess we got to call. Him. All, right, all right. We'll. That'll be the last thing we do on the show. We'll call and say, "Give us the list." <laughs> um, no, but it would have made it the biggest turtle to exist. It was I'm the, not even going to hit the button. No, I'm not impressed by this you guy. You don't need to. You don't need to be impressed. You just need to know <laughs> that conceptually throughout history, we've all had, like many species have had a bigger version of themselves that predated them. Isn't the blue whale the largest animal to ever animal? Uh, in total size, yes. What do you mean? Uh, yeah, as in like it is the biggest. Well, is that I don't know if that's true if we take into consideration dinosaurs, is it? I think so. Blue whale's even bigger than like Brontosauri. Ryan, Google is a blue whale bigger than a dinosaur and see what the old internet has to say about it. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's that's a real fact. Couldn't tell you how or why I know that, but I ever known to exist bigger than dinosaurs, bigger Boom. than mastodons. A Boom. blue whale can reach up to almost a hundred feet long and have been weighed in in as much as a hundred and ninety one tons. Yeah, that boy big. That's hundred and ninety one tons. And what's that? Two thousand pounds in one animal. So that's like almost four hundred thousand pounds. I think that's right. Jeez, and a hundred feet long. 10-story building. Well, this episode is just about whales now. On its side. I apologize. (laughs) We did an Oceans uh, episode, and we didn't spend nearly enough time on big fucking blue whales. Um, No, but I guess the points that I'm trying to make in talking about big fucking animals... We've been shrinking. Maybe. Or (laughs) maybe there's some version of us that existed a long, long time Mm. ago that's just bigger than we are. Homo giganticus. Well, gigantic. Homo big as fuckicus. What's the uh, gigantopithecus? Damn that boy, bigicus. Gigantopithecus. Mm. We talked about that one on the. um, That's that's a Bigfoot. On the Bigfoot episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But this was another one, an an extinct ape genus where they walked bipedal and they were super tall apes. Do you think Goliath was was just a squatch? I mean,. I'll, I'll How be, fuzzy was he? I'll be honest with you. It it crossed my mind that like Squatch Army, not Squatch Army, but that somebody <laughs> could find a femur from a Gigantopithecus. Oh yeah, and go, oh, this is a big fucking femur. It seems like it belongs to a mammal that is bipedal. Mm-hmm. We we must have had a giant predecessor, and maybe it's just. That big fucking femur, mate. We had a big fucking ape, <laughs> and <laughs> big fucking femurs. Yeah, three O's. All right, can we tell some made up stories now? Please do. I want to hear your myths. Oh, I'm going first. Well, right. you don't have okay. to. Okay, okay, that's all right. 
Do you believe? Okay, actually, I will go first. Do you believe Great. none of? Do you believe none of the um, the stories of like people uncovered things in places? Should we run through a couple of them and you can say why you think they're bullshit? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. So a lot of this comes. Well, not a lot of this. Uh, there's a guy named Hugh Newman. Did you find Hugh Newman at all? Mm, what did he do? So Hugh Newman is a little bit like the Dave Politis of giants instead of disappearing things, but not in a bad way. Dave, Dave is just like, this is his, this is Dave's ex or this, excuse me, Hugh, this is Hugh's like expertise, but he may or may not. His be, expertise is what? Big it, people? Fu- tracking stories of giants throughout history. Okay. He's less, um, He's less insinuating that interstellar Bigfoot is the cause of giants. Interdimensional. Come on, Ryan. Keep up. Mm, you're right. What's it? Hugh what now? Hugh Newman. H-U-G-H Newman. Uh, he's written books on the subject, uh, including one of which is uh, Giants oh. on Record, America's Hidden History, Secrets in the Mounds, and the Smithsonian Files. Oh, yeah. This is the fucker who thinks they're the, the Aryan Giants. Uh, are we sure there's an Aryan angle to this? Because I didn't find that in any of my stuff. All right, go ahead. What about the goddamn giant scondos? We can start there. This isn't a Hugh Newman one. Uh, no, no, go go ahead with Hugh. It's well, fine. Hugh Hugh has talked about all of these, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna necessarily like tie anything too specifically to him. But Hugh talks about a lot of these cases in his book, and um, a, a few of them specifically. So, so one case is uh, the giant damn scondos, which is that uh, in, let's see, when was the first one found? It was 1897. Uh, there was an article that came out in the New York Times. It was published on December 20th. And the title of the article is Wisconsin Mound Opened. Skeleton mm. of a man over nine feet high with an enormous skull. Maple Creek, Wisconsin, December 19th. One of three recently discovered mounds in this town has been opened. In it was found the skeleton of a man of gigantic size. The bones measured from head to foot over nine feet and were in a fair state of preservation. The skull was as large as a half bushel measure. Uh, pardon? I don't know. I think that's a a bushel of what, though? (laughs) A bushel of... Apples? A bushel of sheep. (laughs) Some finely tempered rods of copper and other relics were lying near the bones. The mound from which these relics were taken is 10 feet high and 30 feet long and varies from 6 to 8 feet in width. The two mounds of lesser size will be excavated soon. Mm. So this was in Maple Creek, Wisconsin in 1897. And this was reported enough times through Wisconsin that it made it into the New York Times that week. So... Why are all of these from like the 1800s and sourced generally to one article? Well, that that's a big part of what makes me very skeptical of these. It's because the Smithsonian collected all of the bones and hid them away because there's a conspiracy. Uh, mm, yeah, that's where it falls apart for me too. Like, there's it, a lot of people who believe that though that that, that this sort of that um, whether it be. Nephilim or human predecessors or somehow related to aliens or something like that, that people think that this is one of those, like the government knows too much about our giant human predecessor. And so the Smithsonian and other science bodies have taken and hidden the evidence from these articles. And why would they do that? I, that's one that I, that I can't get around to. Hmm. There's another one from the Madison area that also made it to the New York times, uh, about Two, or excuse me, uh, 12 years after, no, excuse me, 15 years after the last one I just read. Uh, strange skeletons found indications that tribe hitherto unknown once lived in Wisconsin. Uh, Madison, Wisconsin, May 2nd, 1912. The discovery of several skeletons of human beings while excavating a mound at Lake Delavan indicates that a heretofore unknown race of men once inhabited southern Wisconsin. Information of the discovery was brought to Madison today by Maurice Morrissey of Delavan, who came here to attend a meeting of the Republican State Central Committee. 
Um, and then it goes on to talk about this large mound, similar to the other one. The heads, presumably those of men, are much larger than the heads of any race which inhabit America today. From directly over the eye sockets, the heads slope straight back, and the nasal bones protrude far above the cheekbones. The jaw bones are long, uh, long and pointed, bearing a minute resemblance to the head of a monkey. The teeth in the front of the jaw are regular molars. Mm. So, not claiming a size, not claiming much more than that, but a somewhat similar amount that was found, opened up, found some big people in it. Okay. Also made it to the New York Times. Similar area in Wisconsin. What year was this? This one was 1912. The other one was 1897. So, I guess I'm just very confused about how this would work. Say you found something like that. Yes. It wouldn't be studied by anyone. It would only be reported in one place. And then sometime, either before or immediately after being reported in one place, it was confiscated by the Smithsonian and then hidden forever. Mm-hmm. And then this happened over and over again. Uh, as far as I'm but aware, not anytime recently. As far as I'm aware, only two of them uh, specifically made it into um, the Times. Those are the only two that I came across that made it into the Times. Was the Wisconsin ones? Um, I I don't I don't have good answers to your questions about <laughs> why we're not finding more of these. Like, wouldn't there have to be? Actual evidence at some point if this were happening rather than just text? Uh, well, and there are some photos that exist in the world that are not uh, attributable back to that specific um, fucking Photoshop contest. Um, but you have to take all those photos with a grain of salt because there are so many photos from Photoshop contests. Right. So, so yes, I mean, I think the, I think the real question that you're getting at that is uh, a very salient one is if, if there are multiple mounds in the United States that have people in the nine foot range skeletons being found inside of them, why don't we know more about it today? Why didn't that turn into a study in further excavation and archaeological digs and analysis or, and... Or why haven't any been found, like, in the last hundred years? Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's possible that they have and we just don't know. I mean, another one is the, the Lovelock Cave in uh, 1911. That one is... Is that the Nevada one? Yeah. With all the bat shit? Yep. Mm. There's uh there's miners in Nevada who are they're actually mining guano for um uh, I guess it has a a thing for gunpowder like a, a chemical in it that a, can a be use used in gunpowder I'm not sure yeah I don't what exactly no but apparently in 1911 you could sell bat shit to people so they can blow stuff up I guess man wouldn't that be the coolest grift ever. Just what, tell, selling bat shit? Just, just bringing a wagon of bat shit into town and being like, hey, we ought to blow stuff up here, take a care of this home. Okay, <laughs> see ya. And then you just leave town. No, because that means you had to harvest bat shit out of a cave. It's free, man. That sounds like a terrible time. Making money. I guess. <laughs> Making money. <laughs> I don't know if grift is the right word. Um, Sh- Shitty job. Shitty job. But but in the in the process of their their guano mining, uh, there's a story of a couple of miners, David Pugue and James Hart, uh, who were said to have uh, spent time excavating and finding uh, giant giants, finding giants in the cave, skeletons of uh, massive proportions. I'm trying to find the dimensions here, and it's not coming up. I couldn't find. Any source for this one? Could you? The Love Lock Caves one? Yeah. No. So. The, <laughs> the, uh, the only thing I found for that is um, that there is an oral history of a native uh, group in the area that includes 
um, a legendary tribe of giants. Could you find a record of that, though? Um, or is it just like dummies with blogs saying there is? No, there's there's a woman uh, named Adrian Mayer who uh, who wrote a book about that uh, tribe called okay. Fossil Legends of the First Americans. And she retells from interviews with the Pai, Paiute tribe about their oral history. That's all I. That's okay. all I found, though. So this is based on her retelling of of an oral history of a native people. Yes. Okay. So, but not specifically of these people finding stuff in that cave on, at that time. Just that they they have some stories of big people who lived in a cave in that area, though. Okay. In in like overlapping area. Right, right, right. But not the specific details that are then retold in the common retelling of that story in terms of finding like thousands of artifacts and bones and stuff. Yeah, no, she doesn't okay. say all that stuff. Okay. Um there is they, they call them the red-haired giants because the the skeletons that were found um were supposedly had reddish hair which um apparently is like is actually just a hair pigment that the native tribes used on their own people and actually what she thinks is that um that the native people did in fact bury some of their um some of their ancestors in that cave and that the size of the people that were found ha grew and grew as the story grew and grew and it was done as like a tourist thing to get people to come and mm. check it out draw attention to the cave the stuff they were mining Etc. I've I also read that the hair discoloration can happen naturally after death, depending on where a body is that, located. That makes sense. I can see that, that some of the pigment from dark hair can fade and make it look reddish. Sure. Well, and two, I mean, you think about the southwest of the United States, you've got red clay everywhere and yeah. dust and however over however many however 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 many years. Your, your hair might turn red. All right. Uh, Do you put any credence in any of these? Last thing about that Lovelock cave. Yeah, I'm yeah, oh, sorry. Uh, from SasquatchResearchers.org oh, <laughs> slash backslash blogs. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, they have a version of that story in which the giants are just Bigfoots. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Which is like no less believable than any other version. I was to just going to say, which is maybe equally likely. I I honestly thought getting into this I could find some like interesting or at least curious stories. Sure. And I had a really hard time finding anything that wasn't just like obviously total bullshit. Yeah, did you find the Alaskan one? It's like the best written one and it's No, and I didn't it's, come across any from Alaska. I think it's totally bullshit. Um it's <laughs> it's <laughs> what? Did you come across this one? It's also total nonsense. Yeah, no, it's but it's it's really well written, and I think the reason I'm pointing at it is because I think that a lot of these are really well written, and they're better written than many of the you know the versions of like made up shit that I think we see. Hit me with the Alaska one. I'm not familiar. Um, I'm actually going to read directly from. Um, hang on, it's a article. They talk about. Hang on. Kill time. Okay. Kill time. Uh, the most, like, I don't know, the closest con- to convincing one I found uh, is called the Giant of Cast- Castelnau, C-A-S-T-E-L-N-A-U. Agreed. I saw this one too. Which is a, a French alleged giant. Also from the late 1800s, this was uh, 1890. Okay. There were three bone fragments that were found by a gentleman named George Vacher. I don't know, V-A-C-H-E-R, yep. de la Pigue. And uh, he found them, these three bones underneath some sediment and dated them allegedly to the Neolithic era. And he claims that the bones, if they were all from the same person, and he thought that they were because they were all, uh, appeared to be like to scale, uh, he estimated from the size of these bones that that person would have been about 11 and a half feet tall. Mm. And he reported his finding in the journal La Nature, uh, and he describes them as such. I think, quote, I think it, 
Unnecessary to note that these bones are undeniably human despite their enormous size. The first is the middle part of the shaft of a femur, 14 centimeters in length, almost cylindrical in shape, and the circumference of the bone is 16 centimeters. The second piece is the middle and upper part of the tibia, with a circumference of 13 centimeters and a length of 26 centimeters. The third was regarded by good anatomists anatomists, as the lower part of a humerus. The volumes of the bones were more than double the normal pieces to which they correspond. Judging by the unusual intervals of anatomical points, they also involve lengths almost double. The subject would have been a likely size of three and a half meters. Just like... 10 and a half to 11 11 feet, feet. something like that. Yeah. But even that one, there's one photo. Right. These were not reported anywhere else. His findings were not reviewed by anyone else. And no one knows where those bones ended up. Right. And to go to the the earlier... And it's from 130 years ago, 140 years ago. Right. And to go back to the earlier comment, like, it wouldn't be impossible to find bones that are similar to a human right draw some conclusions and that could be a giant ape that could be a person with gigantism that could be yeah there you know. did you come across the one of uh, the giant cyclops guy i did but isn't that just a photoshop story uh, I don't know. There, maybe it's a different giant cyclops story, but there's <laughs> one where they, they think someone likely rearranged or, or like a, an ancient culture re- took mammoth bones and rearranged them like sort of in the loose shape and appearance of a human. Someone uncovered them later and was like, Damn, that boy big! <laughs> Thinking that it was a Cyclops person, but it was just like parts of a mammoth. Um, I love that. Cre- I mean, what kind of creativity would that be? What? Are they going like, haha, we're going to trick these people. And yeah, who knows what they're doing? Tens of thousands of years. Back, you get bored thousands of years ago. What else That's are you going to do? That's got true. some bones laying around. Got time to kill. I found this Alaska story. Okay. I don't know if it. I don't know if it's worth reading. And then we can get into some myths. Do you have some myths on top of this? Nah, I don't fucking know. Okay, <laughs> uh, Ivan T. This comes from a, an article in Nexus Magazine written by a guy named David Hatcher Childress. Oh yeah. Do you know who that is? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Who is he? He's uh he's an ancient aliens frequent contributor. Oh really? Yeah. Interesting. Um. It references two articles, one from the Washington Post in 1936 and another from the Washington Post from 1944, neither of which I could actually find the oh, weird the the scanned version of, but also I don't think that's entirely rare for uh, WAPO articles it's, from the 30s. this goofball from Ancient Aliens. Yeah, his face looks familiar. His voice would be familiar. So, so this anyway, is, just picture picture this guy reading this while, while you, while you oh, read it. Oh, boy. This might help oh you boy. Uh, figure it's out wearing, just, just how seriously to take this. He's know? wearing real wide suspenders, and I like that about him. I think it's a backpack, but you can... Uh, got it. It's a small photo. Oh, Here. yeah, it is. There you go. Uh, stash in a mullet game, just like so strong. <laughs> okay, this is, this is what he wrote in this Nexus Magazine article. Ivan T. Sanderson, a well-known zoologist and frequent guest on Johnny Carson's Tonight Show in the 1960s, usually with an exotic animal with a, with a pangolin... Or a lemur? Is a pangolin a real thing? Yeah. What the fuck is a pangolin? Uh, I don't know that much, but I think it's a real thing. Put a penguin inside a mandolin. Mm, I don't think that's it. Once related a curious story about a letter he received regarding an engineer who was stationed on the Aleutian Island of Shemya during World War II. Where that is, though. Uh, do you know where the Aleutian Islands are? No. That's the chain of islands. It's a archipelago. Sick. On the uh, bottom side of uh, Alaska. So like oh, the Alaskan okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. chain of islands. Been there. Didn't know what it was called, apparently. Sick. <laughs> um, Real smart over here, guys. <laughs> while building an airstrip, his crew... So Ivan got a letter from a guy who was on an island. So again, it's like... An island guy. And David's writing this story. Yeah, great. So we're four steps removed already. David's totally not full of shit. Yeah. Um, 
While building an airstrip, his crew bulldozed a group of hills and discovered under several sedimentary layers what appeared to be human remains. The Alaskan mound was in fact a graveyard of gigantic human remains consisting of crania and long leg bones. The crania measured from 22 to 24 inches from base to crown. Since an adult skull normally measures about 8 inches from back to front, such a large crania would imply an immense size for a normally proportioned human. Furthermore, every skull was said to have been neatly trepanned, a process of cutting a hole in the upper portion of the skull. In fact, mm. the habit of flattening the skull of an infant and forcing it to grow in an elongated shape was a practice used by ancient Peruvians, the Mayas, and the Flathead Indians of Montana. Sanderson tried to get, gather further proof, eventually receiving a letter from another member of the unit who confirmed the report. The letters both indicated that the Smithsonian Institution had collected the remains, yet nothing else was heard. Sanderson seemed convinced that the Smithsonian had received the bizarre relics, but wondered why they would not release the data. He asks, is it that these people cannot face rewriting all the textbooks? <sighs> So it's like, it's really well written, but it's obviously bullshit because there's just so that, much. That conspiracy is just total nonsense to me. There's, there's not a good, um, there's not a good why that I can possibly. Except find. that the Smithsonian has possession of literally millions of artifacts and they don't necessarily break news with every single thing that they have. You know, like. There are literally millions of things that the Smithsonian is in possession of that we don't know about. Doesn't mean there's a conspiracy. What are they supposed to do with all of them? Well, I think I think the idea is coming back around to your point. The whole concept of if these things exist and would indicate that we have a gigantic humanoid predecessor in North America, that would become a study of to uh, like a topic of study with further archaeological digs and research and. I mean, all kinds of stuff, but the fact that it just didn't become anything and we can barely find even a dose of information about it is the believers defending that, well, it's a cover-up and they're trying to get that stuff to go away instead of what it probably is, which is a bunch of people lying on the internet and then saying, well, there's just not any more information because they took it all. Yeah, or if there even was an object, it's not what you thought it was because you're not an expert guy who thinks aliens used to fuse rocks together with lasers. Right, or, or and there's also the element of it that, that you brought up, which is this whole, like... um we have different races of people who are naturally different heights and depending on where you are in the arc of history and what race or, you know, culture you come from finding a body or fighting a person with gigantism could truly make you believe and tell stories like that. Even if in the, the broader scheme, broader scheme of science, it's not actually, uh, it's not actually the, you know, the great far out fucking yeah. wild thing that you think it is. Cause yeah, a lot of these are like, well, we're piecing together bits of information or bone fragments or estimating that he would have been well over seven feet tall. It's like, well, okay. Right. Like Manute Bull is buried somewhere. He's well over seven feet tall. Right. Pretty sure he was just a man. What happens then? Yeah. Right. Like in the future and in the past, and now people have been buried that are over seven feet tall. Yes. Like that is not, it's uncommon, but it's not like paranormal or evidence of another species. No, I think, I think though, when people, when people find this stuff, a lot of what they call back to is a lot of the, um, like the, the giant mythology, you know, right. I think, I think what people, what people like to, you know, believe is that the the mythological greek you know species of giants that weren't just one-off minute bulls they were armies sure. of minute bulls are being found <laughs> and discovered you know what i mean i'm not sure how effective a minute bull army would have actually been well let's get like a strong wind and you're fucked that's true Tip, <laughs> tipping directly over i just the mythology is really understandable to me of like I think every person has probably thought at some point, huh, what would it be like if I was bigger? Yeah. Especially, you know, if you're in nature 
more than we are now going back into the past and you're seeing animals that are significantly larger and more powerful than you all the time. You're also being exposed and to you're aware of your uh your own vitality in a different sense because you rely on it more than we do now in terms of like being bigger and stronger is directly correlated to you surviving longer. Right. It's not hard for me to believe that that would have been on people's minds. Yes. And continues to be. How I mean, many how many five foot ten guys put six foot on their driver's license still? For real. You know, like that is still a part of our uh Instinct. collective consciousness now. Yeah. I think too, um in you know, in some ways, you know, there's there is giant mythology in almost every religion or, or culture. Yeah. And I think um it's almost like in the same way that so many different cultures have a slightly different but similar version of like God, you know, that they right. arrived to independently of each other. Um, I find it to be super similar to that. There's this thing that's awe inspiring and large and similar to us made in our image, but different, you know, we're, we're connected to it, but it's greater and grander that, I think that whole kind of logic train applies to the invention of and the worship of in some ways these these giant peoples. I just I uh I'm not sure why we take this one like more literally than some other myths. Yeah, I mean, I do think in a lot of ways there is uh I think much of the damage around this one, if you will, was done off of that one uh, Photoshop contest that I brought up at the very beginning of this. There's a there's a website in a company called Worth 1000, which was a place that would literally do a picture's worth a thousand words Photoshop contest in the early 2000s. And they put a prompt out that was like... Um, can you design an image of an archaeological dig that looked so real you would have to do a double take to believe that it wasn't or something like that? Yeah. And so they got hundreds and hundreds of submissions from some of the best early 2000s graphic designers in the world taking archaeological digs. In fact, the version of it that I heard, I don't know if this is the same or different than your, than your mammoth one, is that one of the people actually took bones from a mammoth dig mm. and arranged them in... Uh, a human like maybe, maybe that's shape what it was. and then added a human skull into the image. It's an aerial camera view and it looks like there's these scientists actually working on a giant bone body and they're really good. A lot of them are really, really good, but all you have to do is you have to take the mythology that exists from all of our historical cultures you take the knowledge that there are animals that have existed historically. Then you tack onto that the fact that gigantism is a real thing. Right. And then you put some of the best Photoshop in the internet from the 20,000s on top of it. 20,000s. 2000s. Way in the future. Thank you. Way in the future. Uh, in the 2000s on top of it, you have a four-pillared yeah. like recipe for successfully duping the vast majority of the internet with like, oh, well, we can write an infinite number of blog posts about this being a real thing and people will be like, fuck yeah, it is. I had a an assignment in my college photo class in the early 2000s that was very similar to that. Oh, really? We had to, it was uh, back in the day when we, if you were a photography student, you had to take just like a Photoshop class because it yeah. was still new. Right. And one of our assignments was to make a composite image of at least four people Ooh, that sounds... And put it on hotornot.com for a week ah. and get more than a six out of ten. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I passed. I, honestly? Me and my three roommates passed that shit. Honestly? We were a good-looking bunch of dudes. You went <laughs> You went dudes. I went, well, I went the three guys and myself in my house because I waited to be until part the last of you? minute to do it. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just chose the four people closest to me when I realized this assignment was due. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Hey, bro, bro, come, come here. We were like a solid 7.2 together. Come, come here. I got to take your picture. <laughs> For what? I'm gonna, Hot or not.com slash school. I'm going to cram your face into my face and then put it on a website where people rate it. No. <laughs> 
absolutely not. All right, bro. Um, yeah, it, man. It, it is time. It is time. Hey, um, if you want to give it a shot, what if pod, uh, what if com slash, uh, shout outs, uh, shout out. Sorry. Singular. I'll make shout outs and shout outs. Go to it. Or if you just want to like, I mean, I'll, I'll read almost anything. If you just want to like say mean things about, about us. us and make us read them, you, you could specify also in this shout out who you want to have read it. That's true. If you want Spencer or Ryan to read it, it just put it in the special instructions and right. we'll, 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 uh, is there a character limit on that shit? I mean, keep it reasonable, guys. A hundred words, two hundred words tops. We'll we'll Damn, do that. That's a lot. Yeah, it'll be all right. All right, It'll be a couple minutes. If you just um, want to like make us say nice things about ourselves too, we'll we'll take that. Hey, you guys are nice. You guys are nicer people than than making us say <laughs> than mean we stuff. are usually. <laughs> yeah, than making us say mean things about ourselves. Uh, if you want to send us an email about advertising or anything else, send us a show suggestion. It's hi at whatifpodcast.com. The number to call if you want to leave a voicemail is 612-246-4614. Uh, let's see if someone has the list on the Patreon this week. Bet. Patreon.com slash podcast if you want an extra episode every single week for just five we bucks a month. We love y'all. As always, we will see you next week. 